Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Tuesday, January 10th, and glad you're tuned in and listening over the Light and Truth Radio Network. Glad to be able to send out these messages and thank God for the good day that he's given us. Beautiful day here in Madisonville today. Hope you're enjoying a good day as well. And I'm going to continue the message today that we began on yesterday's broadcast. And I hope you'll pray for us that God would use this message. We're preaching a message entitled, Be Careful How You Hear. Be careful how you hear. It is important that you pay attention, not just to what you listen to, but how you listen. And so we'll we'll say more about that as we go along in the message. But I do have a number of needs I'd like for you to pray with us about. Pray uh, for our sick folk here at the church. We've got quite a few with colds and flus and different things like that going around. But then we've got many more that have family members that are in the hospital with one thing or another. Some that have fallen, uh, some that have uh, got terrible health issues come up upon them. And so remember them in prayer, if you will, as well as the halls. They're in Oklahoma City. Pray that God bring them safely back here after they're through visiting. And God bless there as well. Well, here's the Shepherd family singing a song that takes me back, a song entitled The Scarlet Purple Robe. All right, it is time to look in the scripture again. Today's reading is going to be from the Gospel of St. Luke, the book of Luke, chapter number 8. We're going to be reading the first 18 verses. My primary text is going to be from verse number 18, but we will read these first 18 verses And I'm bringing a message these days entitled, Be Careful How You Hear. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Be turning, if you will, in your Bible to Luke chapter number 8. Luke chapter number 8. I'm going to preach a, a practical message and one down the lines in the, I've preached in the past, similar to this, but it's what the Lord laid on my heart. I, I think it's, it's right and uh, appropriate and timely for the day in which we live. Amen. And uh, be talking a lot about missions conference coming up. That's on our mind. And these things that we do, that we, we do it yearly, although last year we didn't get to do it because of COVID. We didn't get to have the meeting and uh, had it planned, but I had to cancel it. And then later on, we just did the faith promise among ourselves, but we didn't do it during the, the meeting, and uh, I'm looking forward to it this year. Amen. And it's always a blessing every year, and I want to hear what God's got to say. That's what our text is dealing with, hearing from God. That's what we come to church for, by the way. We don't come to see who's here or who's not here, who's wearing something new or who's not. Amen. We come to hear from God. That's what it ought to be all about. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter number 8, I'll start with verse number 1. Read down through verse number 18. Start with verse 1. The Bible said, And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. By the way, our Lord was a preacher. Amen. He was a healer. He is a savior. Amen. He was and is a lot of things, but he was predominantly a preacher. That's what he went through there preaching. That's what he said. Amen. Amen. 
And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna the wife of Chuzza, Herod's steward, and Susanna and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake by a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, and choked it. And other fell on good ground, and sprang up, and bare fruit, and hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, What might this parable be? And he said unto you, It is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Now the parable is this, The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear. Then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which when they hear receive the word with joy. And these have no root which for a while believe and in time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. No man when he hath lighted a candle covereth it with a vessel or putteth it under a bed, but setteth it on a candlestick that, that, that they which enter in may see the light. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Verse 18, look at this. This is my text verse. Take heed, therefore, how you hear. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not from him shall be taken, even that which he seemeth to have. I'm going to stop reading right there. If I read correctly, that's the first 18 verses of Luke chapter number 8. Well, I'm going to, I said my text verse will be verse number 18, but I'm going to look at all of this text just a little bit. This is my thought, my title. Be careful how you hear. Be careful how you hear. The way our soul receives the seed of God is through our ears. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. Amen. We've got to hear what He has to say. Now, I know some people, their ears don't work. Mine don't always work like they ought to. Some people, physically, their ears don't work like Others do, but that doesn't stop God. His Word can get through. It doesn't take the physical ear. I'm glad God's given our soul ears. Amen. God's given our spirit ears that the good seed can come into that and we can receive that. But I'm telling you, we better pay attention to how we hear. Amen. 
Be careful, he said, how you hear. Then the parable goes on, uh, and he explains that parable from verse number 9 through verse number 15 at the request of his disciples. By the way, our Lord's idea there, and you say, why would our Lord say things that others wouldn't understand? He said that hearing they might not hear, seeing they might not see. Here's the idea. He said, it's given unto you to know. It's given unto you to know. Here's what I believe. Our Lord's not interested in just people casually becoming Christians. You don't just casually become a Christian. You've got to be seeking. You've got to be striving to enter into the straight gate. Why don't people have salvation? Well, I believe James said you have not because you ask not. Our Lord does say, seek and you shall find. Isn't that what he says? Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and him that knocketh it shall be opened. Amen. And so Jesus is looking for seekers. There's a seeking Savior looking for seeking sinners. Amen. And by the way, that's, that's part of the whole idea about sending missions. I personally believe I believe that in the darkest jungle of Africa, South America, or in the in the man-made jungles of America, that in that darkest region where where the light has not shone, if somebody get hungry after God, if somebody starts seeking after God, I believe God raise up a missionary and send it to them and they can hear the truth. Amen. And I can tell story after story of how that has taken place and people have told those stories about that. Amen. I believe God moves on men's heart to get the gospel to those where it's needed. Amen. It's not just that there's a need. There's a need of the gospel everywhere. But God's especially looking for somebody that's seeking after Him. Amen. And so Jesus gives them this explanation. And in this explanation, He warns them about being careful. I've never seen this before yesterday. I'm just going to tell you. Our Lord gives them a warning to be careful how they handle light that they have received. Look at verse number 16. He tells them to be careful how they handle the light that they receive. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, covereth it with a vessel. Now, I've looked at that in the past as us hiding our light, not letting our light shine, not being the witness that we ought to be. But here, I believe our Lord's given a warning because it ties in with this idea about hearing. If you've received light, he's, he talked about, he's got two parallel parables, if you want to say. He's talking about the soul receiving seed, and we've got to be careful how we receive it. We've got to reach out and get it. Not be a stony heart. Not be full of thorns. Amen. Not let all these things crowd and I'll get some of that. But also light. Not just how the soul receives seed, but how we handle light. What are you going to, no man takes a candle and then puts something over it. Here's what happened. If you take, if you light a candle and then you put a vessel over it, you damage either the vessel or the candle. Or if you take a candle and hide it under a bed, you're in danger of burning the whole house down. Right? So what he's saying is, be careful how you receive the light that God's given you. It can be a blessing to you, but if you misuse it, it can harm your home. Amen. It can harm the vessel that contains it, or the vessel that tries to cover it, the vessel that tries to snuff it out. Amen. And so be careful how you handle that uh, that light, or how that you deal with that light. Be careful what you do with it once God's given you that light. Then he goes on and, and ends up... And of course, verse 17 said, Nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything here that shall not be known and come abroad. Take heed therefore. That word therefore tells us there's a reason for this. Because he's given us this parable. He's looking for seekers. There's got to be soul that's prepared and ready to receive the word. 
Then when you get the light, be careful how you handle it. When you get the seed, be careful how you listen to it. Amen. Take heed therefore how you hear. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given. Whosoever hath not from him shall be taken even that which he seemeth to have. Amen. Now today, my idea, my plan is to preach just a simple sermon with an application about this verse. Verse number 18. Amen. Uh, Dealing with this thought, be careful how you hear. Now, three points I want to make on this real quick, and I'll get right, right from the text, and using this text with others as well. You know that Luke, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are what's known as the synoptic gospels. Those three gospels tell the same stories many times over and over again. And this story is told, at least something very similar to this, is told in Matthew, Mark, and in Luke as well. Matthew chapter 13, Mark chapter 4, and Luke chapter number 8 are very synonymous in the way that they tell these things. And I want, I'm going to use some of what these others say as well, but we're going to stay right here in the book of, of Luke as far as our looking. Number one, he says, when he's saying, uh, be careful what you hear, I want to say number one, be take heed that you hear. Take heed that you hear. In verse number eight, I talked about already, he cried and said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. That implies be careful that you do hear what's being said. Amen. Now, I've got about three or, four things, three or four things about that. Be careful that you hear. Number one, you probably won't hear unless you're present. Amen. In other words, be here when the services are going on. I know that sometimes some things do hinder us from being present. I'm not fussing about those things. Uh, amen. When we're providentially hindered, sickness or or uh, work, you, so you do have obligations and things such as that. Absolutely cannot be changed. If it can't be changed, you're providentially hindered. I'm not fussing about that. Amen. But I am talking about how that we ought to do our best to try to be here. Amen. I believe God understands when we have sickness or when we have other obligations that require us to be gone. I think He understands that. Amen. But, I'll say this, if you can go shopping, you ought to be able to go to church. If you can go on vacation, you ought to be able to go to church. If you can sit in a restaurant, you ought to be able to sit in church. <laughs> we ain't running aisles and jumping to pews, but that's right, ain't it? There's some things that we might not be able to be here, but if you can be here, you ought to be here because that will help you here. All right. So, number two, not only, and I'm talking about be careful, uh, take heed that you hear. Number one, you you got to be present. Number two, you got to pay attention. When you hear, don't be distracted by other things. Listen to what God's got to say to you. Amen. Uh, By the way, these these meetings when you got bigger crowds and we got there's extra work on our end. There's a lot of extra activity. There's a lot of things can get your attention. There'll be things out there that might get your attention or there may be activity in here that might get your attention. But I don't say we ought to be careful not to get distracted, but listen to what God has to say to us. Amen. People will be coming in at different times throughout the day because they're traveling. People will be leaving at different times because of traveling or because of getting meals ready and getting things ready and all that takes place there. We may have to have somebody watching the parking lot. So somebody might have to be leaving and doing, you know, different things like that. Try your best to pay attention to what's going on right here in the service. Amen. Uh, so I'm saying there are people that have to go to the restroom. I'm not fussing if you have to go. I understand that. There's necessities, but just make sure it's a necessity. And just getting a drink of water is not a necessity. And, and by the way, if you use the bathroom before service instead of standing around talking, that's just an idea. 
you might not have to go during service. And if you do have to go, I'm not fussing. If you have to go, I'm just saying, uh, let's cut out some of these unnecessary things. Amen. Trying to minimize unnecessary disruptions. Amen. Be careful that you don't get distracted with the work when you're supposed to be paying attention to the service. One of the things that we've done and has been done down through the years is try to minimize. We don't want people just, we don't want people hiding in a nursery quote. We don't want them hiding in a kitchen. We want them in the service as much as possible. Why? Because this is where God speaks to His people. Now, here's, here's my reminder. Martha and Mary, our Lord went to their house. Martha and Mary were in the same house. Jesus went there to speak to them. Martha was cumbered with much service. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus and listened to what He had to say. I thank God for Martha's because I like cat head biscuits, amen, and gravy about two foot deep, amen, and all that kind of stuff that goes, fried chicken, hallelujah, amen. I, I, I like the food part, I like the work part. Oh, listen, thank God for it, but that's not the priority. Jesus said about, when, by the way, I don't think he'd ever said anything to Mary about it until Mary got to complaining. I'm sorry, Martha got to complaining about Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus. And Jesus said, listen, Martha, talked about her being overcome, you know, covered about with much service. He said, there's two, these things are necessary, but Mary has chosen the best part. Amen. Mary's chosen the best part. So I'm saying as much as possible, be at the feet of Jesus, listening to what's going on. Be careful that you hear. Amen. Take heed that you hear what's being said. So you got to be present. And you got to pay attention. And number three, you got to be diligent about parenting. Because children, I love children, but they can be a distraction. And I understand some things are necessary, again. But let's keep as much unnecessary distraction down as possible. Amen. Amen. Keep your children quiet. Taking crying babies out. Amen. Keeping the kids still. Amen. I know that's just normal, natural child care. But in a meeting like this, the kids get distracted with all these other kids here too. And some of these missionary kids coming in, they've traveled, some of them's traveled for hours. They've been bouncing off the walls in the motel. They're going to be bouncing off the walls here. And maybe, and I just have to say, some of them come from places maybe they don't look after them like we do here. Some churches, I had missionary in North Carolina. I remember one in particular a missionary that came, his children, I think there was three and five, if I remember right, ages, three and five, and they had never sat in a church service. They'd always been in the nursery or in the junior church. They didn't know how to sit still. I, I made the statement, when that missionary goes to start a church, he is going to Mexico, by the way. When that missionary goes to Mexico to start a church, he can't start a daycare first. He can't start a nursery first and then a church. Them kids are going to have to learn to sit in the service. And, and I'm not fussing about the mission, but I'm saying, let's try to properly, diligently parent our children that are in here. Amen. And if you see somebody needs help, I'm not saying pick up that kid and pop it yourself. I'm not saying that. But if you see somebody needs some help, help them. Amen. Direct them to their parents and maybe, you might have to get the parents' attention. Amen. You might have to slap the phone out of the parents' hand. No. I'm, I'm trying not to be mean. <laughs> But seriously, if you see somebody needs some help, help them. All right? So, be careful that you hear number two. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast.
So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.